0: our Friday is a conscious entrepreneurship community and a safe space where consciousness meets cool in divine feminine celebration and where we align over hustle. Think about it as your own delicious happy hour for the week. It is a live, raw, and real community conversation with us, your <laughs> friends. I'm Brett Sims, an entrepreneur, artist, and the founder of the global art nonprofit step Designs. And, and me, Stacey Richardson.
1: I'm a mom, author, esthetician, self-love coach, and founder of the Selfish Home Me. We are here to elevate in the community and connect with you all. If you're ready to take your spirituality and business to the next level,
0: join us. Right, happy Friday, everyone! <laughs> happy Friday! <laughs> cheers, cheers! Um, all right, so this is you know going to be a little bit kind of a different episode, but going to get into some more realness. So, you know, grab your Friday drink, whether that is tea, coffee, wine, whatever, smoothie, smoothie a green juice. Yeah, that actually sounds really good right now. Wine, tequila. <laughs> um, <laughs> urban, all the things. Like, oh, and Stacey has, <laughs> you guys can't see us because we're on audio today, but she has one of my stuck pillows. Oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, basically today I wanted to talk about just something that is a happening along the level up, along the journey, um, along the entrepreneurship journey, which is I would say, like, losing friends, but just kind of, like, losing people, um, you know, kind of before you, before the level, before your your business, before your entrepreneurship kind of blooms into a new state of being, and that's you with it, you know? Right. So, um, it's it to be, like, you know, the,
1: yeah, the ups and downs of how we experience ourselves and others and how how that manifests sometimes and how we can hold ourselves. But, um, before we get into that, would you be open with sharing like how we came about this episode? Like why? Yes. (laughs) How, you know, and I think like the journey you were talking about is very, um, interesting to a lot of people. So, um, yeah, if you're open to explaining that to people. Cool.
0: Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, you know, community who is listening and has been listening to our podcast for a bit. Um, but, you know, I've shared stuff here and there um, about my business, about my life, um, but I haven't really gone into detail about stuff that's happened in this past year because I've kind of, I've, well, I've definitely just had my head down in the computer doing a lot of things, been painting a lot, you know. Um, and I just wanted to really like clearly observe, you know, from afar, just like things that have been happening. And I always like to process stuff before I speak on it. And I want to have my thoughts organized. I want it to be, I want to have the facts straight. Um, and yeah, that's just kind of how I operate. So enough time has passed where I feel like I just want to delve into some of the things that I've been going through and struggling with in this past year. And, um, yeah, and I guess how that's affected me. Um, but it kind of like it, it affects, I think a lot of people will be able to resonate with it. So how it kind of like came about was with an old or or, like ex-friend really is how it like evolved and manifested um, into like me wanting to share. But I kind of had this year, I've had like several instances of, you know, betrayal of people talking behind my back, of slander, of jealousy, of gossip, of all that stuff. And the main point that I like really want to hone in on with that is just like how we as a collective as a human collective really don't understand how how you know how how far and deep like little chit chat here and there or gossip can really go because I think that, like, you know, we think that, like, if we're we're over, you know, like, having a drink with friend, like, talking shit or like that here and there, you know, like, that's not going to get back to the person or that's not going to affect the person or that's not going to affect us. But, like, we are all connected, you know, like, we everything and, and everything affects everything. It's like a domino effect. And I think that, like, we forget that, you know, there's so many distractions in life. There's so much going on. And, like, we forget how, like, we... Our words, our actions, our thoughts, like all of these things matter. All of these things feed into our businesses, our spirituality and like who and what we are. And I think that like when you're evolving into like a new person or like the highest version of yourself, um, which is kind of like, I guess what we ultimately all want to be as entrepreneurs, um, you know, that stuff can happen. So for me, it's been... Ooh, man, it's really been it's really been a struggle, but it's also been kind of a blessing because like in this past year, I've experienced like more betrayal, slander, gossip stabbing me in my back than I've ever experienced before. But I've also never experienced so much joy and bliss in my work before and what I'm doing. <laughs> and sometimes those things kind of go hand in hand when you're doing really well, when you're doing, you're- when you're elevating, when you're really focused um, and when you're shining really brightly, I think uh, that it can rub people the wrong way. It can affect people in your past. It can make people insecure a bit. It can just, you know, cause gossip, slander, chit chat to arrest so for me it's really been this i've had like this experience with this one particular girl in my inner circle um but then you know it's so and then it's like spread to you know the group of of that inner circle but um yeah it really started out with this one um this one girl, and I wanted to like go back into this in the story and talk about like how it initially evolved, kind of show where like, you know, because like I'm not perfect. I got goss- I've gossiped before in the past too. And, you know, I make mistakes too. But like I wanna kind of like go back and tell the story because a lot of there were a lot of incidents where like I as an individual, I feel like you know, just didn't didn't really respect my own boundaries. And I think that, you know, that it ultimately can snowball. And it ultimately can affect your business and how you move and how you you're able to thrive and all that stuff. So uh, basically, there's this like, there was this one girl, we're not going to say names or particulars or anything like that. But um, she kind of came into our really close knit group of friends, uh, most recently, like she's the most recent friend in that, in the circle. Um, and it's so interesting, like how it happened because it was, I remember it was on my 27th birthday and she crashed the party. She crashed my birthday party and it was a really intimate party. I had rented a a hotel room and I always have just like up until that point, I was 27, you know, I I just had like ragers with only my close circle. And I didn't really want outside i don't I, I was you know drake no new friends all the way like i don't want no people that are there i told all of my guy friends like no girls are invited like no this no that um but you know she came into the hotel room crashed the party and i even because i was like kind of drinking i even went into the bathroom and i was like i like i I felt like anxiety rise up in me like the and like you know when somebody's energy just doesn't match yours and it's not good it's not a good vibe you feel it instantly and i did feel that instantly but i bypassed it and then like you know my friends were all trying to vouch for her like we know her we've we've known you know she's cool we promise blah 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 so it's like sometimes you spiritually bypass yourself and your own gut and your own intuition when you know, people you love are like, no, that's okay. That's cool, 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 cool. But like, ultimately, if something is not sitting well with your soul, your spirit, yeah, I think you ultimately do have to say like, no, just no. But I wasn't at that place in my my spiritual growth, in my boundaries or anything like that. So I just kept, you know, kept going and I was like, all right, cool. And then, you know, progressively, she kind of entered into our circle and very close-knit group of friends um and you know like we've had this I mean Stacy too we've had like this group of friends for like many years from like kind of stemming from college and yeah it's just like a really cool college group of friends very loving um and then we were also we're just also similar in like in like weird ways I think and so that's what brought us together as like, almost like a, a weird, like, like a Dawson's Creek kind of <laughs> reference for that. But, but yeah, so, you know, she kind of came into the circle and it was really uncomfortable for me as it progressed because, well, you know, it was, let me go back because I do think I kind of, I just kept spiritually bypassing myself for a bit. And I would go over her house here and there. We'd hang out. We got super close. And, you know, like, I saw, like, she had books on her shelf or whatever. And I saw that she had, like, New Earth um, by Eckhart Tolle. And so to me, it's like when people have read that, I'm like, okay, like, cool. Like, we're good. We're safe here. Like, this is conscious. This is awareness. Like, this is, this is an aware space. Um, but it ultimately didn't really go down like that. So... Um, so yeah, you know, like, time progressed. Stuff was really good and great for a while. Like, you know, just, it was like regular, we're, we're all friends and we always would party a lot. And, um, but I always felt safe with that group of friends because like, they're more like family, you know? Um, and some of them still are. So um, l- don't get me wrong. Like I still do have friends that would never, you know, stab me in back, never talk behind my back, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, this is just not, that case. Um, so, what really ca- the the second time that I really like kind of bypassed my own boundaries, which is something I think that we do often in friendships, when it comes to like business, when it comes to whatever, um, was on my thirtieth birthday, and I remember like this man. I really should have just ended it there, but I. Realize that I have this kind of sense of like misplaced compassion for people because I mean to put it bluntly I really did grow up in kind of like a family of well they're kind of like assholes like they don't they didn't there was no kind of um like emotional or spiritual awareness there and there still really isn't so I really just felt for a long time in my life, like certain behavior was okay. Like certain, like people being assholes to me is just normal because that's how I grew up. That's what I grew up around, you know? I realized I was conditioned to feel bad for people and to never really assert myself because that's how I was raised. That's how my parents raised me. And they would like really kind of extract like my energy and drain me and make me feel bad. And this, like, unwarranted compassion whenever they really, like, messed up or couldn't address their own emotions. Um, And then I realized, you know, that I don't really need to feel bad for anyone. Especially if they can't, you know, like, be strong enough in their own character to apologize to me or, you know, whatever it may be. And... Um, I realized that, you know, due to that, due to that kind of like unwarranted compassion, it made me make so many errors in my life and my career, like, um, you know, with the value of my art and like with people, you know, due to the fact that my parents did it to me too, tries to trying to get me to like almost lowball myself, lowball my own value and my own worth. Um, and I think that like my parents and others really thought that uh you know kind of like lowballing me kind of just like making me feel less than i am would kind of keep me into my place in my place to really just like you know just keep me keep me around them and in the way that they want me to be around them in the way that they want me to serve them in their lives but that's not i'm not here to just be a little like a servant for others and not ever you know stand up for myself or love myself and I think compassion is cool compassion is great but not when you're really like preconditioned by your family to be nice to assholes and as I've grown into my boundaries as I've grown into myself and grown into my spirituality um I've grown out of that pattern as well but that night on my birthday, um, I it was a fun birthday. I like got a this Airbnb, like I um, made it super cute. But she was supposed to, we were supposed to like set up together, hang out um, the night before, do all this stuff. And then on the day of my birthday, um, my brother, he came to town too. Um, I remember she like left the the airbnb like early on in the day um her and my brother was supposed to run errands like get the supplies and come right back she spent the whole day hanging out with my brother they went to brunch without me i spent my 30th birthday alone um until the very late night of like my party and then, you know, people came or whatever. I didn't really have any help. I set up the whole thing basically by myself and did everything for myself on my 30th birthday. And then um, I remember like we went to the actual venue and, and I was like, this was the point in time where I feel like I was drinking a lot or that night I did because I was, I was just really sad on my birthday, like because I really had nobody there. And so I remember like drinking and I was like, you know, I just was drinking too much on that, that birthday. But it's also a birthday and you know, that's allowed, I feel like. So then um I get I get to the venue and I had a pretty great time, but like I didn't remember until the morning that I apparently cussed everybody of that I thought was fake out at my party. And in hindsight, when I look back at that, you know, like I guess just cussing people out is, isn't really cool, but in hindsight, I didn't... Nothing was said that wasn't just, like, factually true. But what, like, bothered people, I think, was... And, and like, rocked the boat, is that I had never, like, asserted boundaries before. So it threw people off. And people were very, like, shocked. Like, oh, Brett, like, I couldn't even know that... part. Like, people have this, like, perception of me that I'm some some, like, nice little, like quiet girl but I'm a Gemini and no like that's not I, I I have no that's not my personality I'm sorry if that's like the outward impression but it's like even if I'm not always protecting myself and if I'm like you know just like not picking up on the cues of people kind of abusing me um I feel like that other Gemini twin kind of is like no, like it's time to assert these boundaries. it's time to protect yourself. And so you know, I very clearly I, I just told them I told them I told them it wasn't cool. I told them that it wasn't okay to just leave somebody on their birthday blah blah. blah. and in return, they left me at the place, blacked out. Um, and I remember that. Oh, my God, that was crazy. And then, uh, yeah, so they just left, like, halfway through the party, her and my brother. And then, um, you know, other friends were there, uh, who I definitely consider, like, brothers and all that. And so, you know, that was great. And, you know, they definitely, like, protected me and were there to, like, kind of vent and talk to me about what happened and what down what went down. But that was like, I feel like that was my inner, you know, like that was what I needed to do for myself. But sometimes I feel like what people who, people drink because it's like when they drink, it it becomes like, the, you become this person that you ultimately kind of like need to, that confidence and inner confidence that you ultimately need to have. But it's like, you're not ready to maybe be there. So you're like drinking to kind of cover it up or something like that. And I feel like that's really what was kind of going on and um, the next day, everyone was just mad at me and blamed me and was all crying and hurt because I spoke some truth about their own really bad mistreatment to me. And um, I, and that's just like been a, it's just kind of like a pattern because I think there's just this misperception of like me being a good person that I won't stand up for myself or depend or defend myself, you know? And I think that it's important for everyone to be able to speak your truth and and defend yourself um, always. Uh, But it took me a long time to really get to that point of doing it without just like, you know, being in a party situation or drinking too much or something like that. Um, So then, you know, like I really should have cut it off after that, like that should have been that. And, um, but, you know, I let it kind of go on and there was no apologies from anyone. There was no I'm sorry, but I thought that was normal because that's literally how I grew up. Like my parents have literally never apologized to me for anything, my, even if they've ter- done terrible things. My, nobody in my family says, sorry. Nobody says like, mm, it's just no acknowledgement of feelings of emotions. So I've never had that, but that's also that's, it's kind of like, I mean, I guess that's kind of sad, but it's also what makes me really strong and makes me who I am. And it makes me be able to do all that I can do because I've never, I never grew up like with that. I never grew up with that kind of like support or that validation. So I kind of had to grow that in within myself. Um, This is really,
1: um, this is really interesting. (laughs) Also, I can relive some of what you're saying. Yeah. Use my um, raspy voice as we're, I don't know why it's being this way right now, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm But um, yeah, this is really interesting because I'm, I'm remembering, I'm thinking I'm remembering the same uh, time. Like this was in Venice. Is it Venice? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, we were there. We, we popped yeah. in. Me and yeah. and I remember. I don't
0: know if you missed the show. We
1: <laughs> were just dating at the time. And I, I don't think you,
0: mi- I don't think you were there for the showdown. I don't think so. <laughs> Cause um, I went because off. I feel
1: like we popped in and out for some type of reason, mm-hmm. but I remember being there and, um, and also, I didn't know a lot of these things that are that were happening in the background. So it's interesting to hear a, a recapture of this moment that I was there, but wasn't completely there on this side of it. So that's one part that I'm just kind of like interjecting in. But
0: Also, I never shared it. Yeah. So,
1: you know what? Um, a couple of things that I'm noticing as and we can keep this part or not who knows so if you get this part it's going to be good we'll see but um but what i'm what i'm interested in hearing is like wow so there's a couple of things just noticing right and noticing yeah. as we continue to expand and grow is like at that time and even right now as you're sharing there's a lot that you consumed mm-hmm. and like it's no no um it's no what is it it's no wonder mm-hmm. that you know what there's only an amount that you can consume. And then it either has to get out, right? Right. Get out. Um, And, and it was so interesting because I was talking to Steph about this this week too, about just like consumption and there's like no more space for it. So so I'm, I'm, I'm just directing listeners as we're, as we're talking and just like, she's doing her coaching thing. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, I'm noticing because like, okay, like, we're on we're like witnessing this Mm -hmm. expansion of you Mm -hmm. and also this letting go um and we hear Mm -hmm. some processing in it a little bit but also Mm -hmm. just like there's this capacity right so Mm -hmm. once this is let go and it it might be a few conversations so I'm interested to hear more because actually Mm -hmm. whoever's listening I haven't heard this version of her either (laughs) so I'm listening um just like you but that's what's interesting to me as it's coming um, afloat. But, <clears throat> you know, some of the things that you're addressing is really um, hmm, not serious, but it's real and tough. And, you're, and it's tough. Yeah. And also something I want to invite you to do mm-hmm. is like um, you're saying, you know, we never said we're never said we were sorry. Um, my parents... Or how we operated. Right. And it could be a bit also, I get it. Like, it's also how they operated and probably how their parents operated yeah, a bit and all of that. that and man, yeah. you're not necessarily bringing judgment. So that's, that's why she's talking very lightly over these things. But mm-hmm. at the same time, um, a lot of these things are getting crumbled in a good way in you, right? Like, mm-hmm. your consciousness of it allows you not to pass it on and keep right going. yeah and there's like a breaking in this. it ends
0: it's over that's not gonna be part of my yeah that's what's happening yeah so you know how you're like uh, no one's ever
1: said they're sorry yeah um what would you
0: have wanted apology <laughs> like an apology probably yeah. like one would probably be cool yeah. um a feeling of because because sometimes that's not even like sometimes I don't even need an apology if like I really feel the person is you know sorry or they do it in a different way but like that's not even that's not what I've ever really like received from the people closest to me um like like for instance like if it's my parents and they do something really like shitty or whatever like as has happened many times it's just like they're they usually try to buy me something they'll give me something okay. they'll do something but that's not the same as an apology you know it's yeah. not the same as even feeling really like you actually are sorry and it's not changed behavior in any way so the behavior never changes um but yeah so and like and I mean I guess for an example for that is like I do try to talk things out with people. I'm very communicate communicative. Um so like I did, you know, have conversations with her at various points, especially after this. And I said how it made me feel. I said it made me feel really shitty, like obviously. Uh that's horrible to be like have nobody really care on your, on your 30th birthday, but like it's um so you know like i really i voiced it i said it and she lit every time i've ever had any kind of conversation, it's always oh yeah like i'm sorry you feel that way and it's that's it like it's, it was very it's cold it's distant it's not addressing anything and then it also is a bit like and, and then there's like a bit of a of not like an outright lie about it but it's like she there's no there's no ownership or accountability you know that kind of thing but but the interesting about that is that's exactly like what I received when growing up Mm -hmm. and it's interesting like when certain people like she definitely entered in my life when I was like at a space of misalignment you know like I wasn't being my highest self. I was, I was raging and partying every night. I was not really present. And and then a lot of the other friends that I that I met in the in the group, I I was my highest self when I met them, and so it's a different experience. But when I'm like my lower kind of self, and it's like you can you attract your you attract your cycles, you attract your past, you like you you mirror back your experiences. So I mean, I ut- ultimately know obviously that she's just like a mirror, and that experience is a mirror. But and it was mirroring back to me like the the way in which I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, then I didn't understand it like that, you know. Yeah. Um, So, so yeah, like, you know, and I think that day, I remember I actually, I did explain it to one friend, which is so, so interesting because, because it's like at that time, I don't know. And I I think that's just how I am. I'm very like, like I'm a Gemini, but my Mars is, is cancer and cancers, as you know, because mm-hmm. people are very secretive and keep things very, like, locked in tight. And I, And I grew up having to lock everything in because I was never allowed to have emotion or express emotion or express spirituality or anything. So it's like, I'll talk to people that I know have experienced the same thing. <laughs> and <clears throat> I won't say his name or anything, but, like, there was one particular guy friend who I know have, have had been through a lot of this same kind of like upbringings and kind of like, which causes like anxiety, all this kind of stuff. And I told him about it, how it kind of made me feel. And that was really nice because then the next day he and a small group of us, like we, were, we just went to the beach, you know, we hung out and he treated me to like a, a brunch and it, it definitely like redeemed it yeah but um but i just know that not everybody is going to be open and understanding about such things so i don't talk about stuff to a lot of people um especially and it's because it's different when you've had that kind of really harsh upbringing um And it creates a different life path, I think, for a lot of people and a lot of like issues for a lot of people that you have to move through. Um, But at the same time, it does, it it makes you a really strong and capable person because you're always, you've always been under pressure. Like you've always been under slander and gossip and scrutiny because like that came from your, you know, your own house. So it's like you're, in a in a fucked up way you're used to it but yeah. then in a positive way it's like you can you can take yeah, the heat it's it's what built you yeah, yeah for sure it's like you're strong. What is it what is that quote like made from the from the fire she's not yeah, some exactly. one of those kind of <laughs> yeah exactly made, made out of the fire it's funny because this week I've been watching I've rewatched um a game of thrones and you know daenerys is like the the mother of dragons and i get so much like <laughs> power. Wait, are you watching the new one too oh hell yeah oh my god <laughs> so <it's good>. so- <laughs> i'm so getting, into
1: it <laughs> it's so, getting so good that's the one show me and emith are watching oh so. i
0: love it i love
1: it Every sunday i'll um, watch it <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you're watching it now so now we can talk to you about it yes um but in this case um and of course, we can go more if you have more to share. But I'm interested into like, what is it that you like? What are you accountable for in this? And yeah. How has this changed you?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I talked about like the boundaries part. Like, I already yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Like, I mean, I think that was the main. And like, I, I really heard like you didn't
1: um, like, A honor your own intuitive pulls around or things. feelings.
0: Yeah. But I was never allowed to, in my life, ever honor my feelings. And then, like, the relationships prior to that, like, that I was in with guys or whatever, like, the men that I was with, I was with them that never um, allowed me to express my emotion either because that's, I was just operating on past uh, systems and past cycles, you know, which I've since moved out of completely, but, like, I was really deep in, like, a loop and for a long time I was like oh my god like I just think I'm cursed and you know I went out I went to card readers I did all this stuff but then you know I started learning about like like the generational curses are actually a real thing you know and that it is up to us a lot of the time to to break those curses that you know um stem from not just, like, our parents' family, but, like, from generations before that and how, right. like, you know, because of how they operated was how their parents operated and blah, blah, blah. And then if you're, you know, Black, it it stems back to slavery and that's a whole nother thing. Like, that's a whole nother story for another time. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I think that, like, <laughs> it gets crazier. The story gets crazier because... Like, after that, I was just like, uh, I don't know. And it's so funny because even then, like, I just always would give people the benefit of the doubt. I was just always like, no, like, and and I heard this, somebody said this, but it, it was like, people who have, like, grown up, you know, with, like, neglect, with, like, um, emotional abuse or whatever, like, you you in defiance almost of like how you've grown up, you want to instead be like overly, compa- even my, like, I went, when I went to therapy, like even she said this, like my therapist, like that you want to be like, um as active defines, you want to be like overly, unconditionally loving and overly accepting of people. So then, you know, like after that time, I spiritually bypassed myself again, mm-hmm. um I was, like well I mean it just it just kept it kept going and it kept continuing because there was no like um change of behavior you know because and so um then like her the thing with like her and my brother that continued and kept going but it was what was weird about it was like you have one thing if it was like, Something that was discussed with me, like, hey, do you mind if I, like, you know, like, date your brother or whatever? Do you mind if this or that? Uh, that never happened. Like, it wasn't something like that. It was behind my back. And so then that just kept kind of, like, progressing. And then I got, I started getting really weird energy. And that's when I started, like, distancing myself. I didn't go over her house anymore. Um, and then, I, you know, I just kind of, like, started protecting my energy in, in a sense. <laughs> um but then it got really weird cuz then it's like it it just kind of like kept going and it got more I wouldn't say serious because it was just kind of like a you know one of those like hookup situations or whatever but one day I was just like in my living room and you know like she and my brother came into my house and then they went off to our vacation home um without me and I wasn't invited and, um, and that was just like one of the instances where, you know, like I was excluded basically. Um, and so, and that happened like, you know, many, many times. Um, and I guess, yeah. And I, and I addressed it again, like, and I chose to have a conversation again. And I, and this time I really like went in and I was just like, yeah no, this is absolutely not okay. And I'm really not comfortable with this. And um, it was just completely like, she just ignored it and was just like, I'm sorry you feel that way. And then kept going. And so this went on for about like two two years to no like this went on to like to like na- from my 30th birthday to about like now it was just like weirdly like off and on and, and and messy and weird and then it's it just got so much more bizarre because um in the time of like of, uh you know 2020 quarantine and all that <clears throat> you know i'm i was grinding hard on my nonprofit and everything and not really I wasn't concerned about what anyone else was doing at all but like I guess she, it just went further and then she like started uh dating one of my friends really close friends and then you know it got that was, is when it really got really messy because it was like she, they, she was talking both of them at the same time and um, and then it was, like, also behind my back. So then not only was I excluded from uh, my own family, uh, you know, hangs, trips. I, then she started excluding me from my friends, my group of friends. And my friends because she started dating one of my, uh, you know, closest friends. And then she didn't want me around that. Um, so I would find out that there were trips, you know, and this and that. And I just wasn't invited. And um, so... That's when, you know, I really had to start questioning, like, wait, what what is going on here? And what have I done? Like, how I've clearly gone way too far with this. And after she um excluded me from my friends' trip, that was like the point where I was just like, no, like this is not gonna, we're not gonna be cool anymore. Because she also she lied to me about having a relationship with one of my friends. And like, everything was a lie. Like, she lied to me about, ev- like, nothing was honest. Nothing was, like, admitted to. Um. So, that was just, like, where I had to draw the line. And so, you know, I blocked her on everything. This is like, a year ago. I blocked her on everything, um, and I really wasn't concerned because I had so much other stuff going on. Like, I had so much other stuff going on with my businesses. I was, like, uh, about to, this is kind of, like, when I was about to, Start like campaigning, start like jumping into NFTs, start, you know, I was doing podcasting. I was doing so much stuff. So I didn't, I wasn't really focused. Um, But I felt this like, I could feel this like heavy energy surrounding me. And granted, this energy was like on me from... A lot. I like I was under fire from a lot of different areas because of like um I was campaigning there's like judgment for that because it was a new as a new thing it was it was a risky thing it was an exciting thing it was a and it was a great thing ultimately but like people have a weird judgment about I don't know about people launching new things about people starting new things so there's just like chatter with that and you can feel energy of like you know chatter gossip whatever it is on you but Um, you know, the more that I progressed and started doing new things and then like started doing these new things consistently, and then also like started completely loving everything that I was doing, it's just like, I could feel this energy even more heavily on me. And um, I was talking to, you know, my stuck team about this today. And um, one of my team members uh, was just like, you know, oh yeah, that's that that evil eye that evil eye energy because she's muslim and that's you know spiritually what they call it um you know and i do too i refer to it as that too um and that energy it's like whoo it's a it's a heavy feeling it's a heavy energy and i think that a lot of times we can spiritually bypass that kind of energy is something else which I think I've done a lot of times in my life. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Maybe she's like me feeling low or me feeling this or that. But I think when, you know, there's chatter around you, chatter behind your back, slander, whatever, it's like you can actually viscerally, you can feel it in your body if you are that intuitive, if you're that, um, as uh, Esther and Jerry Hicks call it, a tuned in tapped Tapped on what is it tuned in turned turned on tapped in something Something like that (laughs) but like when you're you know really in that aligned like clear space it's like you can oh you can feel it in your body and it's funny because it's like the more absolute like bliss and pleasure that I would feel from like being here now doing um you know like these positive things the more that i would feel like this weird energy this weird like heavy cloud and so there were like i think there's you know that can come from many areas many people can can chit chat and chatter and like the more you excel and the more you grow and the more you expand yeah that's going to come from from many areas but when it's in your own circle or whatever it's like you can you can feel that even more um viscerally like you can really start so to feel you like it. feel like you've been feeling it you've been yeah. feeling it now and then where do you feel it the most like um, in my body like it's like um solar plexus so i don't know if you guys have like know have studied like the chakra system huh? but um it's like what is it kind of like below your i don't know it's like Above your belly button, below your boobs, yeah, <laughs> like yes. in the center. Yeah, um, but that's the solar plexus, and the solar plexus is like your your confidence, your like um, willpower. Yeah, your security. Your power. Mm-hmm. So it's like that was under attack. Like yes. that was it was under severe attack, and um, as well as my root chakra. Um, so I feel it there, and it was like my, I would have like yeah. back pain. That's where your
1: support is. That's where your um, sometimes it's even where your financial support is right. that's where you're that's where you feel at home that's where you feel yeah so th- those are no wonder you're feeling it in those
0: areas yeah um yeah so that's where I was like would I would feel it <clears throat> but I mean I've been like meditating every single day since about 2020 and like since in 2020, I just went on this huge spiritual deep dive and, you know, I learned all about the chakra systems. I learned how to like, um, really manage my nervous system, you know? And because it, it due to like the upbringing that I had, it was always like, you know, like I've had anxiety, I've had depression, but it's also like, I've had these things, but I've also been, I've never been allowed to like fully express myself. So I think anybody would be pretty anxious if you're just like, you know, feeling trapped inside. In your body, yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah so that's kind of like where it i feel like you feel it in your body oh as well as your dreams your dreams is where it really can come up so like i knew that this was happening and i'm very i can my dreams are very real like i know things that happen in my dreams like are stuff that's like actually actually happening i can really like so i know like that people show that show up in my dream and I think everybody in your dreams just like in life is really like a reflection of you a reflection of your own inner state, or like uh and that can mean like your your lineage your family all that yeah. but it's like this girl kept popping up in my dreams and it's like and and multiple people would pop up in my dreams and so I'm like oh okay you're talking shit you're talking shit got it um but what I do is just like I don't know. I sit back and observe. And also, I'm really hot-tempered. Like, I really have a really bad fucking temper. So, like, I'm not going to unravel or address something right when it happens. Or I would, like, just be cussing this whole podcast, you know? (laughs) It just wouldn't... That wouldn't be good. (laughs) So, and I need to to process things. Um, So, it was... Yeah, so it was, like, heavily in my dreams. It'd be... And and so that's kind of like where the attack would happen to my body. Um, and I'd feel it. But I just kind of went on because I knew that like the truth would always the truth always comes to light, you know? And I wanted and I wanted this person to show their own ass. So, like I really wanted to like, you know, like, like I don't need, I don't, I didn't I didn't want to have to like really address it honestly because i wanted like it should have been it should have been made clear like if somebody's talking shit like whatever like clearly like where does that come from and why like i think that 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 needs to be questioned a lot of the time too when somebody's gossiping like especially he- really heavily just like about like one person or their ventures or their business or whatever it's like whoa well, you know like why why would that why would that be um and then you know like I thought about it and it's just like wow that's so interesting because like I've I've, you know I've illustrated her I've put her on like pillow like, you know all the stuff like I've uh it, it it was just a very close relationship like a really good friendship I thought um but yeah like as it progressed and as the messiness happened it's like there was just like more slander behind my back and the people kind of like And then she started talking to the people that were closest to me, who I do have a very real deep connection with. Like, day one, like, I mean, I say day one because, like, day one that I came to L.A., (laughs) kind of day one kind of thing. (laughs) But, um, yeah, like, so you can feel, I think even more viscerally, like when something's happening when you have a connection with people you know and you can feel that something's wrong or something that's off or like something that, that you know that's not really right and um so yeah that's kind of like the how, how it happened and then you know in my mind I'm like wow so this person like first it was like an attack like attack on like family and stuff then it was like attack on on, on friends and then it became my business in your mouth too and not only that but like my finances in your mouth too and then I remembered like there was a lot of talk like because I think like you know I had to learn about the real damage I think that that gossip that chatter can really cause myself a lot in life and you know you think that little, little things here and there doesn't really matter but I started like putting two and two together and like thinking about you know, just like little little comments she she made to me over the years about like people and their money, like people and what they have and things and materialism and like, um, like talking about one, she would talk about one, the you know like one particular guy friend and like how he has like a maid or whatever. And I just like, she didn't know my situation. So I never said that, like, cause you know, my parents are well off. I came from, you know, money and stuff like that. And um, so did a lot of people in our circle. And so she talked about that. And I just would like, I do like, I had all those things as well, but I'm not going to like sit here and tell you that. So you can, so you can then abuse them. But then, you know, she started catching on, started figuring it out, you know, like, and then would get closer and get, go, get, in, got into my whole vacation home, which I really think is like, I hold that place as like my, that is my place of peace. It is my safe space. It is my, the, the land, my, my grandpa's ashes are buried on. Like it is yeah. my family's land. And it's just like, and I don't invite, People there who i'm not cool with their energy and it's just like i know I invited her there so it's just that's just like literally my every boundary was then crossed but like i said going back to the beginning like i kind of i kind of did that to myself by bypassing those boundaries from the beginning. Um, but yeah, I think it's just crazy because, like, when you do that, it's just like it has this massive domino effect that can then happen and snowball, um, you know, eventually into your business. And <clears throat> for me, like, as an artist, my name is my business. Like, I am, if you're an artist, like, it's, I mean, it's kind of about your paintings, kind of, but especially in the capitalistic world that we've been in it's really like it's more about who you are it's really about your name it's really about what kind of socialite you are who you know who buys your paintings you know it's it's all about that and when somebody is in these streets slandering you know your name who you are like what you're about character assassinating you your finances like the progress of your business lack thereof whatever it may be like that tarnishes and and kind of unravels like the work the good work that you're trying to do and it's really fucked up because it's just like i'm i'm over here grinding my life like, to like for for the betterment of like i want you know to uplift collective consciousness i want to expand people i want to help girls that have no other opportunities right now like real life things are happening in this world like there are, you know, serious, serious protests right now going on, you know, in Iran for like women's rights. There's we're actually at war. And to me, it's just like, wow, like to, just to think that like people actually have time to belittle and slander and gossip about people that are actually trying to, you know, do good in the world and make it better and and I'm, and, I'm, and all this work that I do I don't just do it for myself I do it for my friends I do it to make a better life for all of us for people right. who I connect with for my family for the people that I'm close with like because I like to share I want to share my, the good that I create with all of them that was the intention but it's like now that can't really be done because they're you know Apparently it wasn't what I thought it was. Um, and I think that it just creates a real, I think that's a it, it's just like that incident is just a very like it's like a, a microcosm of really like the macrocosm of like all that is happening in society right now and how people are treating each other and how people are treating like innovative artists or just innovative creators who are launching new ideas, new things, new thoughts. Um, And it's like for whatever reason, it's just like everyone wants to think that they have the right to judge artists, to like judge people's expression, to judge free thought. And, and, And I think it takes really small minds. I don't remember what that quote is. It's like I feel like it's like open minds or or free minds you know discuss ideas small minds discuss like you know other people and 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 gossip and all that and and i think that it's just so it's just so reckless because at the end of the day it always just bounces back to you like it always does like it's a it's a swinging life that's that's just how life works it is law and so on so So many levels I don't
1: understand it. So what do you think that you really want to
0: um,
1: leave our listeners
0: with? Right. So one, I realized that people love me so much, like, and that I am so loved and that I am love, you know, and so all the messed up stuff like that happens and that the backstabbing that people do, it's really only happens when I take away my energy and pull it back to myself and call my own power back. So like... You know, it just made me realize that like, wow, damn, like I am really loved and just people's like, you know, jealousy and anger and frustration of me stepping out of their lives that really causes the malice to happen. And then I also realized that like, damn, man, like I'm hella (laughs) popping for these people to be so concerned about me so long after I've left their lives. Like that's wild and um, I'm lit three I realized that hey you know what like I am the party you know like because I love myself because I know what I bring to the table and because like I I was always like the one who threw the parties brought people together you know and and really just checked in on people um you know beyond just the partying like uh, you know I'm the space I'm the party and then I I realized that within myself and kind of like brought that confidence back to myself and so it, those are some beautiful epiphanies for sure. I think it really relates to the protecting your, what do we call it? Protecting your energy in, biz, in spirituality and business kind of episode that we did a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. I think it really relates to that because I think that, and it also relates to boundaries,
1: but I or, think- Yeah, or you can speak about like, kind of like what you would have done different. Mm-hmm. Like I, I honestly always feel like, it's the process that takes us through to the learning. Right. So it, it, even if like, remember we talked about this, like we go back to that moment, you would have done the exact same thing and walk this exact same path. But now you're a different person because of that. Right. Right. So now it's like, okay, but these are the things that I would have done differently. Or if I could tell my younger self, like what are the well, things? I mean,
0: that I'm I think do I've said that because I, I would have, not bypass my boundaries. And also, what, what are you planning to do now? Like, I work uh, well, for now. I mean, stuff. well, so I exited myself out of that. Okay, so she was blocked in everything, right? Yeah. But I could still feel this energy leak and it was just driving me nuts. And I was telling you, see, I did a little um, micro dosing and I was like, um, it really got me into a very clear headspace. And I don't know if you guys have ever done like had like a any kind of like kind of trip or trim trip or whatever, but like it really, it it centers. I guess psilocybin really just like clears the mind, stills the mind, and it also floods the body like the heart with like so much light and so much love. So I was just like in this pure state of love, and I was I remember painting one day, and I was like, um, hmm no, like something's wrong because I feel like like, and I can I can very viscerally tell when something needs to go in my life or something needs to be exited out or I need to do something or leave something or end something with somebody. Um, But it was just like in, in an instant I was just like, no I need to get out of this chat. Even though she's blocked, I can tell that things are still going on. I can tell that things are still being said about me. So I exited and after I did that space opened up after I did that I felt so much better after I did that the cloud cleared from my head like it it lifted um, and over the past year like there's been so many people who have tried to come for me but like it was the ones closest closest to me I think that had the most effect on like my body and um So even though it's like, I could be in these really blissful states of creating, there was still like this like little like tone of like, this like a little annoyance, like in my dreams, you know, like just that I've had I have to like, all right, wake up, meditate, get this out of my body, get this out of my solar plexus, you know, before I start creating um, kind of thing. But yeah, since I did that, I feel so much better. (laughs) Like I don't, I, I feel really great. Like, I I feel like a real heavy weight has been lifted. And um, I saw this quote the other day. It's like, uh, may the bridges I burn light the way. And it was like, it it was kind of like that experience. Like, sometimes you do have to like, you can't be afraid to to burn some bridges to like enter your new cycle because not everybody can come with you to your next level. And that's what I was like, I'm, I think the Taurus moon in me and me and Stacy are both Taurus moons and Taurus like comfort. We like we don't like change. We like things to be comfort comfortable and cozy and like people we know and like family we know and all this. And so it took me a really long time to be like, no, this change needs to happen. Like, this is not, not cool, not cool. Yeah. Um, so I expressed it also to um, the group as a whole. I was just like, Although I know that it definitely just stemmed from one person. I was just like, it's not really cool for, you know, other people to, like, take the bait of gossip and run with it. Take the bait of slander and and make jokes about it. Like, what? (laughs) Like, I can't even... So... And, you know, and and it did, you know, it it did bring me like um, a lot of anger here and there, but also I'm really good at like, I, I journal, you know, I've made my own um, manifestation journal from four stuck designs because like I had to kind of learn how to process, um, you know, my own emotions, my own feelings, my own things that I've been going through. And I do it in a very... I guess I just do it in in a way that, like, just gets the energy out of me, you know, gets it out of my system um, so that I can be clear and grounded again and do the work for humanity that I need to do, that I was put on this earth to do. And it's just really fucked up for people to, like, either try to come in between that or try to doubt that, try to tear that down or, you know, or try to diminish me in any way for doing good. Um, Because I think that so many people are so afraid to even take a step in in the direction of you know their highest self their highest success and um i've pretty much been doing that since 2020 i've been like completely devoted to that and and there's nothing wrong with like dipping out and just doing your own thing and like and 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 painting every day and falling in love with that process like there's nothing There's nothing wrong with it. And I think that capitalistic society has people so wrapped up in this thing of like, um, like you have to be the same person as you always were. You have to, you have to be on the scene. You have to be doing this or that, or, you know, like just all these unnecessary expectations when you can be at inner peace, really doing what you love. And, um, and and yeah, it's the people around you should should support that. Like you should have people, you know, dreamers around you, thinkers around you, free thinkers around you, doers and people who support this. And like, and now that I do, and like, then I mean, I even what you're saying, you also
1: have to be clear on who is not that, right? Like, right. And, and then that's some of our own responsibility of like, mm-hmm. okay, I had these false expectations on this person that's not in the same. Realm, and it could just be in any case, right? Yeah, just because I mean, it could be even our family or people around, like you mentioned in the beginning, about people don't see the same vision, but it's like not their vision to carry. No,
0: no, no, so, and
1: I, and, well, but not, I, not that you're putting that on them or blaming that, but just like, but, uh, as, we're, honestly, keep, I'm gonna say, as we keep growing, yeah, and we but, are taking personal responsibility, we're like, um, it doesn't condone what they did, and it's also okay for us to take our own energy back, like our own. Yeah.
0: Our own so, well, because for the longest time, that's what I did. I, because I keep so much stuff in, I was just like, I just kept my vision in. I would just keep my stuff to mm, myself. Instead of sharing it. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. because, and, and I mean, because that's what I always had to do, like growing up to re- protect my own dreams. Um, but I didn't realize that I also apparently had to like protect that from, you know, people close to me, but, because I always thought there was that support there. But, um yeah sometimes i think that
1: but i think well, you God. said it right
0: in the beginning if
1: if somebody doesn't have that own vision for themselves that's okay we yeah. might have a different one and i and like when you're talking I about mean, there's nothing table, wrong with whatever. that honestly yeah but they have like a I, I don't know why i have this table example but um like let's say one of the legs of the table goes off that that let that like theory is shaky right like so whatever theory or reflection of someone has of themselves and they're like you're questioning that in some reason they're uncomfortable with this right um but I think it comes down to who you allow um, in your circle right or in your well not only your circle because I feel like there's some people that are unavoidable in ways. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's true right? too. That's true too. Um, and and there's also people that you get to allow and that you get to choose to have in your world. And there's some people that are going to be in your world no matter what. So it's like, how do you navigate those two things?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think I heard it actually. Th- there's this one um, relationship teacher. Her name is Stacy Martino, and um, she was talking about toxic people friendships and family and uh, your seventh power people mm-hmm. and basically you know like this is the like if there's two people right those friends and family because toxic to people you can walk away from right and then those friends and family some of them you can't necessarily always well, see from
0: that's from. that's the thing like that's how i consider them as like yeah. family yeah so exactly i was like and oh then, she's toxic. i can walk away and, from her yeah, <laughs>
1: and some of the people would lead. But then there's also the seventh power people or like people that are kind of like on the same frequency of consciousness and so on. But anyway, right. that, there's one area. I, I have my two hands up. I know you guys can't see me, but I have my two <laughs> hands up. And one is, one is that, let's say family and close friends or friends that are going to be in our lives. And then there's the um, people that are on your same frequency. So on this side is where we lead, right? Yeah. And then this side is actually where we get, like, this is where we give and this is where we get. So it's right. like really remembering that, well, like right. uh, the giving attention intention things. over like where we're seeing, you can't give them any authority over your, okay, like, how can I share? How can I be a big person when that's not who they are? So, and that's like a lesson that I learned continuously over and over and over and learned it in different areas. And then. Figuring out, okay, wow, I learned it in this area. How can I translate it to this other area?
0: But the weird thing is, it's like, I never did that with any of you Like, I never, well, you know what, what I am saying, saying? Like, even like with her, let's say, for example. Yeah. Um,
1: even though there may be judgments or there may be whatever it is on the other side, it really has no authority over you, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like none whatsoever. And also there's a point of, just a process between that. Because the thing is, like, at some point, you did because of the closest, the closeness, yeah. because of the love, because of the inner circle, right. You give these people an opportunity to see you in mm-hmm. a certain way. like, right. You, you're like vulnerable to them and like right. open and receptive, and you bring them into your home in a way, right? Like right. bring them into home to who you are. So that's where you're talking about the boundaries in the beginning of right, 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 right. Like actually this was a boundary and I kind of knew it intuitively, but yet I still brought these people even in closer right. to have that type of authority or even energy around me. Um, mm. So yeah, I mean, it's just like a continued learning on our side.
0: Yeah. 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 And also I think that, yeah, all that is true. Um, and then I guess the last thing I'd say is just like, it really, it really, reminded I don't know wh- why but lately like I've just been con- connecting again to like just my inner dreamer and um I think it was because I was probably like I was I went back to my old uh my Tumblr archive and like mm. what it used to post back in the day. Yeah. And I mean I've been the same conscious person from like since I started that <laughs> Tumblr. I, yeah. I remember like it was I feel like i I started it right after college and um but I was just such a free dreamer such a free spirit and I feel like people are so afraid to just like dream and to believe that their dreams can happen or that their dreams are real um just because I mean we're in some pretty dark ages I mean you know things are pretty bleak like with in with the state of the world but it's still okay to dream and it's still okay to believe that your dreams are real and they can happen. Like no matter, you know, how people want to tear you down or tell you that they're not or whatever. And I think that also no one has a right to put a timeline on your dreams because they are yours. And like, and you are on, you know, God's divine timing and not like this matrix based time frequency that a lot of people are on completely unaware that they're like looped into this kind of like capitalistic mind frame right. um, so yeah I think I'd kind of like end it with that like it's just it's okay to be you it's okay to dream it's okay to express that and but make sure you protect your boundaries right. <laughs> as you're doing and then that, also <laughs> yeah I love that you shared this
1: like it's okay to express that it hurt and that you yeah liked an apology and also noticing and acknowledging some of the areas where, okay, now you have this newfound opportunity of really honing in on what is intuitively right for you and noticing those things in the beginning.
0: Right. Um, right. From Jim. Yeah. Uh, And as
1: it continues to unfold, because it sounds Mm -hmm. like something that will continue to unfold and we'll get to see and witness Mm -hmm. your breakthrough in this area.
0: (laughs) Is that Chanel?
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Bonnie <laughs> was in the beginning and now she's um, But yeah, um, that's, some yeah. Of the, that's some of the takeaways I hear from from this.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that, that those are definitely the takeaways. I think that's good. And also like for me, <clears throat> how I finally like lay to rest a situation is I think because I'm a Gemini and it's ruled by like communication, it's like I need to I need to talk about it and so this is like me like closing that chapter closing that cycle closing that door on that um because it's like once i i've been, been pretty much processing this for like a year but like once once i'm done you know processing it i need to like speak on it clear it and then i move move on next cycle and so yeah i feel I feel good i feel like a I mean, a new cycle has been beginning for me for a long time, and um, it feels really good to be in a new space and to be like, I'm working on an oil painting, well, I've been working on an oil painting collection for a really long time because it takes a really long time, but I've finally been, like, falling in love with the process, you know, of it, and so that feels really I love good.
1: how you talk about a couple of things I've just released, too, journaling, communication, Mm-hmm. And also just like noticing these things in your body, and meditating because I think oh, it yeah. is on all the different levels. I think we didn't really speak on that, but another huge thing that you notice is like how it's on every level—spiritually, mentally, physically—and we're. Yeah. In the realm. Oh yeah. So and then all the different actions you had to take it—it it was like you really hit all the different realms. Yeah. And as you continue to release this, like release this from you, your energy, right. and allow yourself to expand.
0: Right. And, you know, the work is continuous, like, yeah. and like you always have to like meditate and release like things from your body. And um, I think that I, I made a um, a health highlight thing on our Instagram, too, because um, I know that we've we've wanted to like tap more into like my body soul alignment because, you know, getting into your body is really important. So, yeah, I think we're going to discuss that next probably.
1: Yeah. That sounds really good. Releasing and getting into your body. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that's that guys. Thanks for listening to me rant. If you made it to the end, I love you. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And I also hope it like maybe helped you because I think that we are, we all kind of go through the same, but totally different things, you know, on the level of journey and, and process. So yeah. Well,
1: it would be interesting in hear, to hear any questions that you have for Brett. Um, yeah. And um, how she's moving through this and allowing herself to feel. Yeah. And then also come on to the other side. Because the biggest thing that we're picking up now is, yeah, like not
0: bypassing. but actually Feelings, thinking, right. Hmm. Yeah, like moving through. That's a thing. Because I did have to really like... I really did have to, like, you know, feel into my feelings, feel into, like... um, Like, intentionally, because... Yeah.
1: You are so strong that... How do you even access that?
0: Right. And it was hard for me for a while. Um, But also, like, being a my mars is cancer and mars is like how you move in this world how you kind of like mm. your method of operation mm. my method of operation is like a cancer like i'm yeah. kind of like really emotional but it just takes a minute for me to like it's like i don't sometimes i just don't want to get there i don't want to get there but i did i have you know over the past couple of years like all right Brett, you gotta feel these feelings gotta yeah. let them out gotta right. cry sometimes i'm just not like a podcast crier or anything. Mm. About that. <laughs> i don't really like to cry in front of other people I don't, i'm not like yeah you don't either really you're a crier but <laughs> on the low yeah <laughs> and,
1: but a lot <laughs> okay, uh, well. all right
0: well have a great
1: friday guys <laughs> <laughs> Friday. yeah intention
0: yes have okay. a beautiful week ahead
1: Also, check out our companies to support your Ascension and to give back to underserved
0: girls through art and self-love. You can check out more on me, Brett, and my art, coloring books, and self-love affirmation cards that will support you on your own art and self-love journey, relieve stress while giving underserved girls of color the gift of art. Follow at Stuck Designs, that's S-T-U-K, on Instagram or visit StuckDesigns.org. And you can check out more about me, Stacey, at ExaltHer.com.
1: There you can find out more about my book, Exalt Her, 12 Ways to Improve Your Unstoppable Beauty. It's about being more of who you are from the inside to out and sharing more of your gifts with the world. I post workshops and coach one-to-ones around aligning with yourself, your life course, and your legacy. You can also
0: find out more and follow us on Instagram at exaltedwoman.com. Happy Friday and have a great week.